1: It's the John B. Podcast
3: (laughs) LeBron is in the finals again Welcome to the Chart Beat Podcast. We'll talk all about LeBron going forward. Uh, We'll get to some Hot 100 stuff as well. And uh, by the way, my name is Trevor Anderson. I'm a chart manager here at Billboard. I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed colleague...
0: Gary Truss, Billboard's co-director of charts and still a very proud Boston Celtics fan.
3: All right, probably the only uh, thing bigger in the universe this week than LeBron making it eight straight finals. Think about that. That was the last time would have been... Uh, what's eight years ago? It was 2010, when the Celtics got to the finals. Where, where were you in 2010, Gary? I guess you were just on the sidelines of TD Garden, just woo woo woo, let's go. Well, they had, the Celtics had won in
0: 2008 for the first time since 1986, so they were back, and yeah, that was the year Paul Pierce, yeah, yeah, it would have been great to get a second one. Always hate to lose to the Lakers, but uh, yeah, it was it was great to see that Celtics Lakers uh, rivalry back in, in that era. It was great to see the Celtics uh, back again now. I. I, I I will say, yeah, obviously Celtics fans are, uh, are tired of seeing LeBron after the last couple of weeks, but he knows how to take over a game. All, all respect.
3: I understand. All right. Um, enough about LeBron and enough about the Cavaliers, the other major news in the pop culture world this weekend. Uh, if you were on Twitter, I'm sure you saw BTS is the music industry's The new, the new Kings number one this week on the billboard 200 with their album. Love yourself. Her, uh, of course first k-pop album to hit the very top spot of the chart so of course the army was going insane this weekend uh, that their boys did it and now we got another piece of good news form as well uh earlier in the month an interview with BTS that we had uh, for the Billboard Music Awards, they asked what one of their goals was. Right, let's actually play that. This. this was uh, BTS talking to Chelsea Briggs, here's what they said.
1: What do you guys want to accomplish with this album? What are you looking forward to with getting it out? What's something that like, that you want a BBMA already, what's kind of something else that you'd like to accomplish this year?
2: Billboard Hot 10.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You can do it!
3: <laughs> right. you can do it. <laughs> I wanted to stadium tour and yeah, maybe the Billboard Top 10, but no, like, we're not, um, it's like we're trying to enjoy this, enjoy the ride, like, living in the moment, so like, if we set too, you know, too many goals, and you know, it makes us really tired. All right, and just a few short weeks later, yeah. they can check that goal off the list. BTS is in the top 10 of the Hot 100 this week with the song Fake Love, uh, also setting new records left and right for K-pop groups, the first K-pop group top 10 ever in the charts history. So number one album and top 10 hit on the Hot 100. It's also the best-selling song of the week. So like I said, just, you know, the resume is just expanding so much. They're doing so much. Uh, but of course, we'll be talking a lot about BTS and their accomplishments. We're actually going to bring in our friend JJ Ryan, uh, program director down in Oklahoma City. Uh, if you guys remember, we had him on a few months ago when we were talking about Mike Drop, uh, head of BTS, performing at the American Music Awards last year. So we'll bring JJ back to talk about Fake Love and his thoughts about the song and its future from the station that is leading all U.S. radio stations in playing BTS. We'll also get his thoughts on some other songs that are contending for the song of the Summer Crown. And we will do something else because I made this a series, so I have to have a third point in this list.
0: How about other songs in the top ten this week? There's Beyond BTS, actually, two other new top tens.
3: All right, so I Couldn't Swim, Gary was my lifeguard, he saved me. And as always, let's get into it with a rundown of the top 10 this week on the Billboard Hot 100. 10,
0: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5,
1: 4, 3, 2, 1. Number 10.
2: Number seven.
1: It's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby, just let
0: it be. Took what they gave me, did all the favors, they never repay me, it worked in my favor, cause
1: nobody said, number six. Out.
0: Tell them my clothes, no stash, please. Soon as I
3: nut, you can go. Lee Got M's in the bank, like yes and D. Why don't
1: you just meet me in the middle? Number five. I'm lo- Michael, can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no So got damaged by the ball Don't act like you my friend When I'm rolling through my hands
3: God's plan God's plan Number three I hope back sometimes I won't I feel good sometimes I don't I finesse down Western road This is America Number two Don't got you slipping off. Look how I'm living off. Yo, oh, let be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. Runs hey. in my area. My area. I got the stress. You really piping up on these niggas. You got to be nice for what to these niggas. And number 1. You got on the best. You got a baby Benz. You got some bad friends. High school pics, you was even bad. All right. Any other week this might be sort of more of the lead story. Uh but this week Drake sneaking back into number 1, the song Nice for What, uh taking back over the top spot. This is now five weeks at number one, non-consecutive, of course. Uh, the song knocks out Childish Gambino's This Is America, which had been number one for the past two weeks. So Drake's starting that Memorial Day off, off nice. You know, is coming, and he slips back into number one. We'll see if he can hold on there. Uh, of course, plenty of challengers in the top ten. Uh, Drake himself getting a new top ten this week by helping out Little Baby on the song Yes Indeed. Uh, up uh, yet yeah, a number six after its first full week of tracking, uh, number two in streams this week.
0: So, the, kind of how uh, Blockboy JB had uh, Drake on uh, Look Alive. Now, uh, same kind of thing. You put Drake on a track in uh, 2018, it's pretty much Garrett a top 10 hit. So, it's uh, Drake's uh, 26th Hot 100 top 10. He passes Elvis Presley at 25, uh, although Elvis's career uh, started before the Hot 100. But uh, Drake, uh, ninth place all time among acts with the most Hot 100 Top 10s, and you got to figure with the new album coming out, uh, he's debuted in the Top 10 with album tracks before. You figure maybe he's going to get to 27, 28, maybe right off the bat.
3: Well, we already have another song from Drake out. Right. The song I'm Upset. Number one over the weekend for a while, already hovering in the top 10 of Spotify. We know, obviously, how big Drake is on streaming, so 27 could come as soon as next week.
0: Yeah, so the only acts with uh, 30-plus top 10s are Madonna with 38, the Beatles with 34, and Rihanna with 31. So Drake now with 26, and the momentum he has uh,
3: seems almost like a lock. He's going to become the fourth member of the 30 top 10s club maybe pretty soon. And you mentioned just how quickly those top 10s are coming up. Already six top tens for the year on Drake. We're not even halfway through 2018 yet, and he's already got six for the year. Last year, uh, just to put that in perspective, Quavo was the leader in most top tens overall. Quavo, quote-unquote, only had four for the whole year. So Drake already blowing past what so many artists did last year. We're not even at the halfway point. And Gary, like you mentioned, uh, pivotal point, the album is not even out yet. So you know there's plenty of tricks left up Drake's sleeve. It's going to be a monster year for him. Uh,
0: also in uh, new in the top 10, uh, this one's a little bit different, feels uh, to me. Uh, Ella May, we heard back at number eight with Boot Up. Not often we see a, a brand new female R&B act, not rap, uh, hit the top 10, to really at all. Never mind in a first uh, try. We, we had uh, Cardi B rap uh, do that last year. We Going back a little bit, uh, Alessia Cara with Here was the number one R&B hip hop hit, but kind of feels a little more pop than R&B. This one feels
3: really straight down the lane of just pure R&B. Oh, you got DJ Mustard handling production, so obviously he knows what he's doing when it comes to a lot of those acts. And yeah, I mean, this is one of those things that it's kind of nice, I think we talked about when sort of Dua Lipa was having a big hit with New Rules. Some of these songs that obviously when you're a Drake or you're, you know, at this point Cardi B or Ed Sheeran, you can kind of crash the top 10 on demand, on arrival. Always kind of nice to see a song have to work its way up the chart slowly but surely, you know, get that radio play, get some exposure, see it climb up each week. And get all the way to the top 10. That's a, I mean, that's a huge thing for her. We haven't seen a whole lot of R&B you know, in the past couple of years move the needle nearly as much as it did maybe in the early part of the last decade, certainly in the 90s. So for a new R&B face to be in the top 10, I think is a huge breakthrough for the genre.
0: All right. The other uh, new song in the top 10 this week, as we talked about, BTS with fake love so uh, so many uh, points about that again just to uh, uh, recap uh, first top 10 ever for bts uh, first top 10 ever for a k-pop group and uh, just the third top 10 for any k-pop act but uh, it's been a while since we had the first two is back in 2012 and 2013 when Psy had gangnam style
1: gangnam style
0: and uh gentlemen as well those both hit the top 10 but it was back in 2012 2013 and he was almost more of his own phenomenon i think just kind of uh, especially uh Gangnam Style was just kind of its own thing from the video. It wasn't like all of a sudden we had this huge uh, explosion. I guess in some ways, it's uh, BTS is kind of the same, but we see other K-pop acts doing well on our social 50. So it, it's not just one song this time. It really feels like this really does signify another. There's some weight behind the yeah, movement. Yeah, exactly. All right. For uh, more BTS, uh, someone who uh, really been at the forefront of uh, them having success in the US, one of the program directors who has been pretty much championing uh, BTS from the beginning. They've been uh, really out front of uh, just about every other station with other songs, DNA, Mike drop, uh, KJYO, KJ 103 in Oklahoma City. JJ Ryan, the program director, he's been on before here on the podcast, uh, talking about how big Uh, they've been but how he's been uh, one of the few programmers who's really said let's let's try to play some of these even uh, non-english language uh, hits and see how they uh, do in the u.s so uh, who better to talk to than jj ryan again about fake love which uh, the station is playing more than anyone uh, so far so back in the billboard Sharpie podcast it's jj ryan program director of kj 103 in oklahoma city talking more BTS
2: to
1: <laughs>
2: sad
0: J.J. Ryan, welcome back to the Billboard Sharpie Podcast.
2: Thank you guys for having me again.
0: This is uh, basically a BTS day uh, here at Billboard as we're uh, recording this on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, number one album uh, on the Billboard 200, we announced the first K-pop number one ever on the Billboard 200. And uh, this uh, week, today, uh, we announced that uh, Fake Love, number 10 on the Billboard Top 100 debuts. Uh, first K-pop uh, top 10 for a group ever on the Hot 100. So uh, how does it feel uh, for you, JJ, just because you've been uh, really at the forefront in radio of uh, pushing uh, BTS songs, uh, you kind of feel like uh, you know, part of the army that, uh, yeah, this is a pretty proud moment.
2: Yeah, it's it's really cool. You know, I remember last year saying something along the lines of, you know, it's BTS's world and we're just living at, in it. And I, I almost, I think, feel like I said that prematurely now, because to see all the records the guys are uh, are breaking right now with their music and their album and stuff. It's pretty uh, it's pretty wor- rewarding and obviously, in the U.S. they've they've come a long way since you know not officially having a single last year when we played them to then releasing Mike Drop and now they have you know a new album and, and a single that uh, looks you know at least on first week looks really 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 strong.
0: Uh, what did you think about uh, the Billboard Music Awards? A lot of people who were there, and I think even on TV, you could sense uh, that really seemed to be where the loudest applause was throughout the night.
2: Yeah, it was kind of you know I made a couple of tweets. It was kind of funny. Like I almost kind of wondered, did the other artists that were there feel weird or awkward? And when they said BTS, it was like the place got six times louder. Yeah. So um, it was definitely a BTS crowd in that audience, and and you could feel the energy uh, even more so than last year um i think their performance was was really really strong um I, I definitely heard more vocals this time around than i did you know last year um so relying less on backing track which i think is great for the average listener that may be seeing them for the first time um you know boy bands kind of have that stigma once in a while and uh and you know there have been ones here in the US one direction is a great example where the guys could play they could sing and this I, I felt like did a really good job of showcasing that hey these guys can dance and they can do it really, really well. But they can also perform and sing at the same time, too, given the right song and the right opportunity. So I feel like their performance was great. And obviously, it's the second year. If you missed them last year, people are at least now going, who is BTS? And I did see a lot of that on social media after the performance, which I'm sure you guys did, too. So I feel like the mainstream you know, public that doesn't know, the general public that doesn't know K-pop or BTS, they're at least starting to kind of somewhat be on the radar. And people are at least asking, hey, who is that? Um, and obviously they're starting to hear the, the new song on the radio, too. So if they didn't see the performance, they're asking the question because they're hearing the song on the radio, too.
0: I think it helps, too, that uh, at least for me, I'm sure for a lot of people, uh, uh, the chorus for Fake Love, when they say Fake Love, it's it's the English part. It's, it's really a one-listen hook. So I think uh, for people, like you're saying, who maybe didn't know the whole story, they, they tune in, they, they see all the hype, they hear the, the applause, but also they hear that hook pretty instantly. And I think a lot of people are probably uh, saying, oh, OK, that's really catchy. I, I think I get it a little bit.
2: Yeah, the English hook definitely uh, helps. I mean, I'm, I remember hearing the song, you know, a few days before it came out, and and I only heard it once. And I remember driving home, and it had been three, four hours after the fact, and I remember having the fake love part in my head still. like, And even the next day, I couldn't get it out of my head. So I, I feel, you know, that this song is definitely, um, while not, you know, the, um, the crazy up-tempo mic drop remix that we had, it's a very... Um, you know, down the middle, safe song for them that, you know, does get stuck in your head and can get stuck in your head. Just, you know, we talked about it last year, desposito, great example, you know, it's just that one word that people kind of got stuck in their head and this one's, you know, got two, but it's just as easily singable.
0: Where do you put Fake Love in in the catalog at this point? Obviously, again, you guys are uh, leading the way at top 40. Played it uh, 31 times last week, uh, 62 times uh, to date so far, which is the most uh, of any uh, top 40 uh, station. Do you think, Uh, you know, they made inroads before, and and a lot of it thanks to uh, KJYO, but uh, is this one going to take them maybe further than before?
2: You know, I think... think I, I think so, and, and I just got data a couple hours um, before we jumped on the phone and, you know, looking at reports here in Oklahoma City, and, and we have a report we look at that combines sales for the market and streaming to kind of give us one, you know, ranking, and thank love um, was top 10 in that in that report, which is pretty strong. I remember... Mic Drop Remix did pretty well, but I don't think it was that strong on on the first week. So I think these guys, have, obviously, the platform of the Billboard Music Awards was huge. They were all over TV. Um, so week one is going to be strong, I would say, just because they are all over TV. They had her on Ellen. People are asking who they are and, and wanting to learn more. Um, and obviously, just like we, when we talked last week, week two, three, and four, those are going to be the ones that really tell us how strong the song is or isn't um, as sales either continue to grow or... Um, and, and once we start getting research, you know, down the road when we have enough spins on it. But uh, I, from what I'm seeing right now, the song is strong. It's performing better than a lot of the other new songs we're playing. And for a song that new to be that high on that report is, is really strong because there's other songs from key artists that aren't nearly that high on week number one recently. So I think the guys are off to a great start. And this song especially, I think so far at least in oklahoma city um looks like it's stronger than Mike drop remix was on the first week as well
3: uh okay so that's sort of the macro picture of, of how the song's doing let's talk a little bit about the micro uh obviously when we were talking to you last time you mentioned your daughter was the one who really put you on to bts really introduced it in the family what's her take on the song and this week must have been insane for her and probably your household in general right
2: yeah, her um, her reaction to the song was uh, we. In fact, uh, the the day I heard it and the day that the label brought it to us and let us hear it for the first time, I actually brought her to the to KJ one hundred and three with me, and she got to hear it. And we we videoed it. There's a video on YouTube of her reaction versus mine. Um, I'm you know enjoying the song, and and she is just melting down, like shaking and <laughs> about in tears. So. Uh, Which I'm assuming was every other BTS fan the first time they heard that song too, or anything from the project Um, She's you know, I I think more madly in love with the guys now than she was a year ago if that's even possible Um, And I've never seen her latch on to an artist before like this Um, And we've had that discussion around here like I can't remember anyone that's been a fan of an artist as much as BTS fans are a fan of these guys they're they fan base yes they're they're vocal on twitter and there's you know a large number of them that that are on twitter all the time but the passion that they have for bts is one that i've never seen with any other artist before it's it's almost like they're you know it's almost like they have this connection with the artist to where they feel personally invested in them and like their their family almost if it, as weird as that is um it's 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 cool to watch and i love that she feels so passionately you know we're all in this industry because we love music and to see you know one of your kids um also feel very passionately about music and a particular artist i think is really cool and it's really fun to watch her her grow into that um uh, I, i'm terrified of what it's going to be like when we finally go to a show and see what she does because if she just does that listening to a song in a studio and she's not near them i can't imagine what a concert's going to be like
0: is there really any way to explain this kind of magic that they have with their fans
2: it's, that's a tough one. Um, I, you know, I think. You know, I know that. Uh, the, you know, one of the, one of your guys just did an interview with CNN, Jeff Benjamin, and and he was talking about how, you know, these guys tackle you know a lot of different issues that a lot of boy bands typically don't talk about. You know, they'll talk about mental health, or they'll talk about politics, yeah. and 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 they're very raw and real. And and I think that's a huge part of it. Um, and I know my daughter connects on that side of it a lot. Um, and and that could be could be it. I, I, it's such a hard question to answer. I, I have so many question marks when I talk about BTS because you know the, the fans are there um, and and they're there in huge numbers. It's just um, why is it different than all the other ones? You know, if if any of us can answer that question, I think we that we would. But. It's uh, it's definitely a phenomenon, that's for sure.
0: Uh, you've been there, uh, JJ, from uh, pretty much at the beginning. So it's uh, yeah, as much as it's uh, coming out of nowhere for some people, you've seen this growth and kind of feels like this is, probably isn't the peak. It feels like now that they're hitting this level, they're bringing in even more fans, and it's kind of exciting to see where it's going to go next.
2: Yeah, I don't think this is the, the peak by any means. I think it's just getting started um, is, I think, the easiest way to, to describe it. You know, they've got... Um, uh, great U.S. label support behind them now, and and a team that's you know obviously going to really really promote them here, um, and uh, and obviously they already have great relationships with radio and know all of us. So you know those guys who may have not been uh, you know playing BTS are aware of them early on, are probably aware of them now. If if they don't know about them already, just from social you know media and the BTS army alone.
0: I got moves, I count All right, I want to ask you about a few uh, other uh, songs on uh, KJ103 uh, while we have you, uh, JJ. It's, uh you mean there's,
2: there's other songs other than BTS? <laughs> what are you talking no, about? No,
0: never. <laughs> yeah fans of other acts can can go at this point we'll, we'll talk about other acts uh, uh, <laughs> one of the songs i wanted to ask about because it actually this week uh breaks the record for the longest charting uh, song ever by a female artist on the uh, billboard's pop songs chart uh leap is new rules it's been on for 39 weeks uh, it was number one uh, you guys are still playing it 71 times a week last week it's still your uh, sixth most played uh, song this week what's uh, behind the staying power to the song
2: you know, the song just won't die is pretty much what I would what I would say it's uh, you know new rules and and Dua Lipa in general she is just on fire right now um, and you know i think there's there's a lot of buzz behind her i know oddly enough my daughter is a huge fan of her just yeah, not as much as BTS but you know she's a, she's a fan and i know that that the you know the younger end of the the CHR demo um, you know, there's this new wave of female artists that are, I think, are getting a lot of um, a lot of buzz and, and becoming almost core artists to our format. You know, um, where we've always had Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez, but we're adding some you know some new blood and, and Dua Lipa and Halsey are a couple of the ones that come to mind offhand. Uh, the, the audience just loves their songs and they're they're, they're catchy, they're fun, they're usually all up tempo. So it's easy to like them and and get them stuck in your head. I think that's part of it. Um, and it just "New Rules" is just kind of a fun song, and and we're not seeing really anyone sick of the song yet. Is as, as crazy as it is, and we have a lot of spins on that song. Um, it's still one of our you know top performing songs, and you know she's got a couple of new songs that we're playing as well. But uh, the audience just likes it. That's the easiest. That's the easiest way to describe why we're playing it so much. Still, is just it's. It's just one of those songs, you know, kind of like Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, you know, is still, you know, is, you know, as big as it ever was, um, even to this day.
0: Yeah, I think uh, part of it, too, is I feel like the melody is kind of really inventive. It's all different. Also, uh, just uh, the female empowerment angle of the lyrics. Yeah,
2: female pop records are are few and far between right now. So I think, you know, between that and the fact that you have an up-tempo record, um, it's 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 also part of it if you look at you know top 40 and you guys you know see the chart every week too a lot of the songs that are out right now especially the rhythmic crossover songs have little to no tempo to them um whereas you know five or ten years ago all the rhythmic stuff was you know was more upbeat kind of had like a you know pop kind of rhythmic feel to it now it's more of a more rhythmic true rhythmic sound uh and they don't have any tempo so i think you know, when those pop records that have tempo and, and they're strong come out, I think that's why they stick around so long is just because, you know, it, it, it's it's that song that makes you feel good and, and makes you happy. And, you know, you hear it come on the radio and you turn the radio up. I, I still do, you know. And I hear that song all day long every day and have since we started playing it. But I still love it just the way I did, you know, the first week I heard it.
0: Damn. I like me better when I'm with you
3: I like me better when I knew from the first i say for a long time I
0: like me better when, I like me better when I'm with you Another song that's uh, been out a long time but it's actually still rising and it uh, actually set a record of its own for a longest climb ever to the top 15 on pop songs uh, Love, I Like Me Better What's uh, is, that, is that sort of a song that kind of kind of does feel like it? maybe it didn't hit you over the head uh, right at first
2: yeah, I, I've always been a fan of that song. and know it's been out a long time. Uh, and if you ask, it's funny, if you ask some people about that song, they'd be like, oh, I love that new song. And then others would be like, that song's like a year and a half old or a year old. So it really depends on who you ask. It's it's one of those ones that's really, you know, slowly making its way up the chart and, um, and you know, starting to get, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, traction in a lot of markets. And uh, so, you know, those that were early on may have already slowed down how much they're playing it because they played it a ton already, but there's others that uh, may have not been as uh, quick to, to play it early on, and, and we were one of them, um, that, you know, it's still growing with Ireland and still has, you know, ways to grow.
1: Is it cool that I said all that? Is it chill that you're in my head? Because I know that it's delicate. Is it cool that I said all that?
3: Sort of there's the new wave of female artists. We'll talk about um, sort of the old guard, if you want to call them that. Uh, Taylor Swift in particular, been about a little over six months since Reputation came out. Um, So Delicate, obviously, the current radio song, you guys are playing that 39 times last week. Uh, Within this six-month span, you know, it does not seem like any of these Taylor songs are going to have the sort of iconic status of, of Shake It Off or, or Blank Space we'll be hearing in 10, 15 years. But what's your take um, on delicate and in particular just the whole rollout uh, and what we've heard so far at a reputation?
2: This is It's a loaded question because Taylor's songs will always do well, just like, you know, any of the other big core artists like uh, Justin Timberlake, you know, for example. And... You know, yes, there hasn't been those massive hits from her yet as far as radio goes, but, I mean, the, the girl still sells a ton of concert tickets and sells a ton of albums and moves product every single week and streams. She does all the things right, so, you know, we always kind of take a seat back to going, okay, we don't have a song that shoots up really quick, but we still have, you know, some potential some potential hits in this album. And I can tell you from what we're seeing on Delicate right now, it's It's not moving as quickly as the other past Taylor songs, um, but it's doing well and and we just moved it up again last week. So um, you know, I, I think the song, the song sounds like a hit to me. I just don't think it's the very simple hooky Taylor Swift that we're all used to. This is a different Taylor album, and I think it's gonna take time for someone to hear, you know, a song hook or a chorus and and get it stuck in their head. I, I, You know, this Delicate's a great example of, you know, there's a lot of catchy parts of that song, but there may not be necessarily one part that gets stuck in your head that you're singing kind of later, if that makes sense.
3: Is there any other Reputation song that you're kind of hoping that, you know, maybe Big Machine needs to roll this particular song out?
0: If there were a, a duet with BTS on Reputation, I bet JJ would pick that one
3: as the next single.
2: That one would be... First listen, yes, that makes. I mean, could you imagine
3: this? It could be like, just silence.
2: Could you imagine Twitter would just implode at that point and um, and 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 break forever um, if uh, if Taylor Swift and and uh, BTS didn't did a song together? Which I think would be amazing, by the way to have to have that. I think them with a with a female on a song would be would be an interesting uh, an interesting thing.
3: Well, I think if I'm not mistaken, they they took a picture at the BBMAs, right. so. You know, they may know each other, may have shared some contact info. Could be. I mean, we saw with you know Ed Sheeran with Bruno Mars, they kind of re-up their albums with a, some remix tracks. So uh, maybe we'll have the the yeah. getaway car remix featuring BTS.
2: Yeah, just like you know, like what about Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, BTS, and like ariana grande and sean mendez all do a song together and we'll have our song of the year for for 2018 <laughs>
0: uh well, let's just ask you real quick uh jj uh, before you go about uh quick hits uh about a couple other uh, songs uh that could be a big this summer uh, one's already been out a little bit how's uh, ariana grande's no tears love to cry uh doing how does it feel for you going forward
2: that song is uh you know obviously it's really early so i haven't seen anything on the, on the research side of things but man um she came back strong and I think it's a great song. Um, and it's one by the way that I remember hearing that, like I told you, I heard it the first couple times. I was like, I don't know about this one. And now I love it. It's one of my favorite songs. So, um, but I, uh, you know, I think, you know, she's a core artist to us and to have her back, um, a strong female pop artist on the radio again is, is great for our format in general. Um, and the song's doing really well. The sales are great. The streams are great. um, so I'm I'm really happy so far with the performance of that song.
1: I out of
2: it, if I, could do it all again. I know
1: i go back to you
0: Song similar vein uh, female pure pop uh, new Selena Gomez you guys are playing uh, back to you
2: yeah, that song is gonna be a, a smash. I think uh, it's another you know big old Selena Gomez hit, and just like Ariana, to have her you know back in the mix with a new song, um, I think is you know is great for us, and we need that right now at the format. So she's a recognizable name, and uh, it's a it's a catchy song.
0: And actually two other songs that you guys are just starting to sure. play uh, going forward uh, for summertime. Uh, you know, obviously, we'll tell uh, uh, the connection between these two. Uh, Khalid and Normani, Love Lies, and uh, Pharrell and Camila, Sangria Wine. Those feel like uh, they've got some uh, potential as we uh, get towards the summer?
2: Yeah, I think Pharrell and uh, Camila definitely has that summer um, you know, vibe to it. And in a, we were talking last week how that song just sounds like summer. Um, and uh, so we're, we're really uh, you know happy about that release and, and, and playing that and um, we just started you know obviously playing it because it just came out but, so we don't have anything really to say on that one yet but uh, you know we think it's going to be strong um, so we're behind, we're behind that and obviously Camila's just you know talked about strong females that may be core artists at the format soon she is definitely probably one of the top of that list um, she's been just hit after hit as you guys know all over the radio too. And, and, and the audience obviously loves her. Um, and then, uh, you know, Khalid, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's an, a more likable guy than that guy outside of Ed Sheeran. Um, the guy is just like the nicest guy. He's always smiling and happy. Um, so I think, you know, the audience really likes him. He always does really well. Streaming and sales are strong. His fan base is, is also very, uh, loyal to him. So, um, i'm crossing my fingers for that one i personally love him love the record i think it's very catchy but we will uh we'll see if i had that uh that that uh that glass ball to, to know or not yeah. i'd, I'd uh, i don't know what i would do but i'd find some way of making a ton of money with that
0: <laughs> all right well uh go give your daughter uh, extra allowance uh jj she keeps giving you that uh, literally in-house uh, research that's uh proving uh bts is uh very, very bigger.
2: biased, but yes, it's in-house research. <laughs> if it was up to her to program the radio station, we would hear nothing but BTS and probably maybe a little bit of Dua I mixed in, but it'd be just pretty much BTS all, yeah. all, all day long.
0: All right. Uh, thanks so much, JJ. Uh, as always, talk to you again soon.
2: Yep, sounds good. Take it easy, guys.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with quins.